Helping Hand podcast. My name's Pauline Shannon. I'm a mother of three and a reflex integration therapist. Each week I will be meeting someone who helps children and families. I will be asking them what they do and how they do it. We will learn how different therapies can help, how to choose which is right for you and how to find them when you need them. Hi, today I'm talking to Tess Wyatt from the Healing Therapy Centre in Edinburgh. Hi Tess, thank you for joining me on the Helping Hand podcast. So tell me all about the Healing and Therapy Centre in Edinburgh and your role in that and how you support children and families. So um, about 2018, um, my partner and I set um, the Healing Therapy Centre up. It's a small centre with rooms for counselling and I've got an art space and we've got a group workspace. Um, my partner's a psychotherapist and I'm an artist teacher. Um, I used to teach in schools in um, Oxfordshire for 27 years and then I moved up when my husband um, got a job at the uni. Um, I met um, my business partner at a charity in Dunfermline and we were using art journaling there to help um, survivors of sexual abuse. And um, over COVID, it was fab because um, I hadn't worked with young people since um, leaving school. And we did a young person's um, art journey group online and it worked really, really well. It was great fun. I worry sometimes that um, it won't be the same as face to face, but they got loads out of it. And um, it was it was just fun. It was fun to be working with young people again. So we don't work with um, anybody under 16. Um, but um, and I haven't done much work with families altogether um, but it tends to be um, individuals coming but it it would work well with families as well because um, it's such a simple tool to use. For the purposes of this podcast the family is all the members together and all the members separately and the adults are very important people in that so um, so all the work you do will be relevant. Okay. So tell me more about art journaling. I've not heard of it before. So it's a um, it's I'm not an art therapist. So um, because I'm an artist teacher, it's so it's therapeutic rather than um, art therapy. But basically it's using um, art to um, use nonverbal communication. So you um, I do acrostic poems. I do um Uh, collages with magazine um, images and um, I'm really dyslexic but I love using text so I like um, words so an example of um, an art journaling technique would be to get a magazine to have an idea of something in your head so I did one the other day about cake (laughs) because I've been uh, I'm going to work for another charity in Edinburgh she doesn't want any therapeutic journaling she just wants to do art for fun but she really likes the idea of journaling as well so um I use the word cake and um, I'll just read you the words I use because um you know, even though you can't see but um I did so you write the word cake down the page and then I put comfort flavor baking and sweet and then um and that uses all the letters um running down the page with the um cake as a ladder and you can either start off with um the word down the left hand side of the page or put cake down the center and that way you can use the letters to make up the other words and then I went through a magazine um because I wanted to add more pictures so I got lots of pictures of cake and I put happy um salute the summer with light puddings panna cotta cake sticky apricot honey and ginger cake 
And then I used the word cake at the bottom as well, just to emphasize it. So you think about a topic and then you um, flip through a magazine, but you use soft eyes. You don't actually read the magazine um, itself and you pick out things that appeal to you. So it might be pictures, it might be colors, it might be um, text. And then you collect 10 or 12 um, pages. I like to rip the whole pages out because otherwise it leaves funny holes in your magazine for the next person. And then we just cut out the bits and use it as a jigsaw and then put it together and glue it down. And you'd be surprised what comes up. Um, I was doing vulnerability the other day and um, I was looking through the magazine for me and I've been doing um, some stuff about breast cancer and about anxiety and I get eczema on my hands and um, I got images and text that fitted in with all those things. And it normally I use breathe or psychologies, but I was looking at a bizarre magazine and <laughs> all the images and all the stuff was there. And it just helps you process how you're feeling and um, it's easier to talk about the problems once you've thought about it and played with the art materials and made the pages. So talking is part of the process that you do. People are coming up with these things and they share with you what they're doing as they do it? Well, if we're working in a group, because there's, there's two or three ways of doing it. So um, normally when I work for a charity, we work with a group of eight um, and then there might be my, uh, the counsellor might be there as well. Um, I've got some counselling skills training, so um, I use that if I work on my own as well. Um, and uh, what happens is you, we do pair work and group work. So you might make a page and then share it with your partner and talk about it. And then you might feed back to the group. And we do questions like, um, what came up for you as you made the collage? What was it like creating the collage? What was it like ripping or cupping the paper? So you're not talking about what you had for dinner last week when you talk with your partner. You're thinking about the process and what comes up for you. You've mentioned some things, but I'm curious to know um, what are the main issues that you've dealt with um, using this technique? I don't think there are any main issues. I think you can use it for anything. Um, we use it for the girls that have been sexually abused, but I also use it for the, um, I've got um, every year I go into Edinburgh University and use it with the counselling students to show them ways of working with people that maybe can't speak about something. Um, you can do it about anything. Like I said, I've done cake, I've done vulnerability, do guilt and shame. So it's, it's about... Um, exploring emotions but it could be exploring concepts so if you wanted to do body image or um, any topic you can think of you can do an art journal page about it if you want to look at images um, there's loads on Instagram and Facebook there's lots of um, journaling groups and I've got a um, I put an electronic portfolio up and I don't just do journaling I do some meditative stitching as well um, but there's a, I do lots of ideas on my pages and when I teach, I put snippets of pages up so people can get an idea. I guess what I was getting at is um, if, I, if I'm sitting at home looking for support in some way, what things might be going on for me that um, would prompt me to go for art journaling? It sounds like you're saying just about anything. 
just about anything. But I mean, if you were having trouble with the breakup, if you weren't sleeping, if you had um, eating issues, if I was, I would do all those with the counsellor as well. Um, and that would be, it would either be in a group about eight, either in, you could do it with two or three, or you could do it one-to-one. Um, but it's not quite the same one-to-one because it's nice to have the other people to bounce off with. So if um, I did a group, we would try and run it for, say, eating um, problems or um, body image. There would be specific um, titles or concepts that you would work with. Yeah, I can see the benefit of what comes up for other people. You're not having yes. to put it all in yourself. Yes, but it is very powerful one-to-one as well. It's just how you like working. And I would work alongside you if we were, um, I wouldn't just sit there and watch. I would work along the topic so that we could discuss the pages as well. So I would be open and vulnerable to you too. I'd like you to um, describe, is this a, a one-off session or a, a number of sessions? or And do you start with some sort of um, discussion to see whether it's going to be suitable? What's the process yeah. from getting in touch? Um, well, if you got in touch, it would depend what you wanted to do. If you wanted to join a group, you'd have to wait until a group, um, we put a group together on the particular topic that you wanted to do. If it was a small group and you had a couple of friends that wanted to work, that would work. And then the one-to-one, you just get in, in contact and see if we've got a space for that. Um, sorry, my brain's gone. So do you need to know what you're coming for? Or can you just say, I've got a, a something? something. So um, what ha- tends to happen is people see art and think, oh, I'm arty, I like doing stuff. You don't have to be good at art. And the great thing about it is there's no right or wrong way of doing it, but you tend to get people that um, art appeals to them. So they would come along. Um, so you, I very rarely get somebody that doesn't like art that doesn't come because um, they've got to be, not they haven't got to be confident using their hands, but they've got to be prepared to use their hands. And if, that, if that's an inhibiting, in, inhibiting thing that can be a problem and the other thing I'd asked was um is it a one-off session or do you do a number of sessions over time it would if we're doing a course and it would be eight weeks and um you could choose you could say to me Tess you could come along for a taster and we could have a discussion to see whether you and and I've got a, a relationship that we can work with and if so, then we could build it up around you. But I would normally do, um, say, four weeks or six weeks if it's one to one. But if somebody really liked it, I mean, I've got somebody um, coming at the moment and um, I think we're on our seventh or eighth week and he just comes in and, and we chat and then do some art journaling together. Where is your centre? It's at the Abbey Hill um, part of Edinburgh and it's opposite the big Meadowbank shopping which is great okay. because it means, it means we've got um, four hours free parking that we can use because there's supposed to be free parking around the building, but there isn't. <laughs> That's always, always an full. issue. Yes. You also said that you did, you do some online. That sounded yes. like it was a new experience, but I think one of the good things that's come out of lockdown is more accessibility to things. Do you plan to do online courses going forward? Um. Monica, my counselling um, 
business partner, she doesn't like working online so much. So uh, we did a lot over COVID and then we've eased back again. But I would be prepared if somebody was like in London and they got in touch with me and said, Tess, I'm desperate to do some art journeying, then we could do it. And um, you can't do quite so many, but it's a good idea. Four or five online is fine um, because if I'm explaining how to do things, if people don't get it, it's much harder um, if you've got a big group, if you're online. It's much easier, more intimate. And four, four is a nice type number. Sounds really interesting and I really hadn't heard of it before. So if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? So I'm on Instagram, Tess Wyatt, and um, I'm on Facebook. I post every day on Facebook and that's the Healing Therapy Centre Edinburgh. And then we've got a website, which is um, www.healingtherapycentre.org co.uk we'll add that into the so, show notes there's a phone number on there you won't get me when you phone initially because monica does all the um the bookings uh for the counselors and things because we rent out rooms to counselors as well so she'll either pass she'll either pass on your number to me or email me and let me get back to you Tess, it feels like we've weaved through that. Maybe I'm just on a speedy mode today. What have I not asked you that you want people to know? I think the thing is, it's quite hard um, talking about art with, at, with just a voice because yeah. I've got lots of journals here. But if we're not, um, if you're only going to use the voice, then there's no point me showing things to you. I mean, I do lots of, um, so I do acrostic poems I talked about and I talked about the, um, the soft dye process but I also do um, origami so we use origami to um, it's as a group exercise it's really nice because when we're all together in a room if somebody's not very good at origami the person sitting next I say to them this is a group exercise we all want a butterfly at the end of it and you can use butterflies for things like transformation um, and I like doing different sorts of journals so I make um, if we're doing an eight-week course, you would make your own journal. If we were doing one-to-one, -one, you would make your own journal. And we do simple pamphlet journals. And then I also do, um, I'm going to show you because then you can have an idea. So this is a pamphlet journal. There's about four um, different pages. And then you just stitch it really simply. And you can then, if you make four or five of those, then you can fit them together in another book. Um, I do one's online, um, one's, sorry, not online. Uh, on, through the post so this is a business envelope one and this one I would I think I did it with four other people so it went around the world and we all um, worked in it and did pages and built up uh, images and things um, this is a really nice way of working because you could work with somebody somebody could want to work on like um one-to-one -one with me and work on a journal so that you could be working on it and then we could have a discussion about what's going on and then I uh, talked about the origami. So this is quite nice. It's the oldest, it's called a, a zine, and it's the oldest um, printed version of a magazine where you can print on both sides of the paper and then fold it up and get a little booklet. So it works like that. And then you can work on each page. So there's lots of different ways of doing things. There's a, that's a zine that I've journaled on. So opens up, I've only got stuff on one side. I haven't got it on the back. It's such That's a shame we're auditory only because the things you're showing me are lovely and I, I can see the possibilities then of 
just expressing yourself, letting things out onto paper yeah. without necessarily yeah. having to put words to it. Sounds like a yeah. And I work in a very sort of complicated way with lots of, I build up lots of layers. So I use washi tape, magazines, I paint my own papers. But when I'm working in a group, it tends to be much more simple. So it tends to be collage that's just things cut out with a, a, a nice coloured piece of paper. Or it could be a simple page where you're just drawing. So it's, um, I mean, I don't know whether we could put some pictures up at the end of the, the podcast or the links uh, with the links. Well, we've put all the links up and people should be able to find you easily if they want to see more. And I hope they do because the things you've shown me are really, really interesting and and help understand what it is you're trying to do. Yeah. I think, um, so it it would be, if you were sort of like feeling arty and you wanted to do something arty and you had a problem, I think it's quite an interesting way of working. And as I said before, I'm not allowed to say that I'm an art therapist because I'm not but I am an artist teacher and I've, um, I did an MA um, 2013 and then I've been using it in my personal practice since 2013 as well. Thank you so much for sharing that with me and I hope that it gives people something else to search for. Now they can search art journaling and see what the possibilities yeah. are and they know how to get in touch with you if they want to take it forward. I really appreciate your time. That's okay. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Helping Hand podcast, connecting families with help and support when they need it. If you want more information or to find a therapist near you, go to helpinghandonline.co.uk. Music